and welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello! Oh my god! Oh yeah! Your operatic Bringing voice. Bringing it back to high school choir. Bringing it back to Mozart's day. Cheers, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he was actually my pianist. That's when, what she said. In my past life, my, when I was a famous singer. Did you know that he liked getting salad tossed? Well, <laughs> I do because in I my told past you life, that. he was my pianist. So He was your pianist and, and you I were his salad tosser. Salad tossing. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite the arrangement. So, Zing. I'm one of the lucky people who remembers. Got to lick ass. I remember my past life, yes. <laughs> And I was a famous singer with Mozart as my Talk pianist. about an amazing past life regression. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even Guys, know that. welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, man. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, bro. As my kids would say. Bro. They say bro all the fucking time. Because it's like our dude. Like, we grew up saying dude. And. My husband always said bro, but like talking to his bros, like literally. If you hear me call somebody bro, just know I'm about to throw hands. Like, <laughs> if I call you bro, duck, because I'm about to hit your face. Like, if we go back and listen to all of our episodes, I've probably said dude a thousand times. Oh, but that's me too. just how I talk. And so I'm sure when my kids are in their 30s, they're going to be saying bro, like we say dude. Or if I say like man, Austin's picked up on it. Yeah. I'd be like, ew man. Ew man. Austin's like, hey, man. Right. Who the fuck are you talking to? Yours is more like, ew, man. <laughs> I do emphasize the word, don't yeah. I? I? Anyway, do. I have an update for you. Oh, my God. Guys, I have an update for you guys. I know you've been anxiously awaiting, but it's actually a good thing that I don't have an update every week of my creepy neighbor. Oh, hallelujah. So let me just refer back to my notes because you took notes. Because I didn't want to forget. Oh, okay, yeah. But, because this happened like two or three weeks ago. Let me hear it. here's what happened. So, I was out back with Moose, and Danny was out front leaving to go to work, because he leaves super early to go to work, right? Mm -hmm. So, literally, literally, right as I hear Danny leave the driveway, he's gone, I hear my neighbor's door open, Ugh. like the storm door, mm-hmm. and it was like really squeaky for some reason, and it just like made it more scary. I don't know, because I heard it, and I was like, here we fucking go. Sound effects. Um, because he waited till Danny was gone. That's how we you know, know what I mean? he's so like. So made it creepier. Grade and, A creeper. And again, it's like winter, and this is like 5.45 in the morning. So it's still dark. So it's dark, right? Yeah. So anyway, I hear his door squeak open, and I'm like, oh, great. Then, at this point, Moose isn't at the fence. Like, he doesn't, he's not paying attention like he just was when we were outside. Then I hear him whistling. Mm-hmm. Like you would whistle for a dog to come. You know what I mean? Like, that, purposely getting his attention. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, does he do this shit all the time? And I'm Because I'm not usually out there with Moose at that time, you uh-huh. know? But anyway, so... Just, like, hearing him whistle, I was freaked out. Just thinking about it, like, all the hairs on my neck are standing at attention. Right. I was scared because I was, like, thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to have to interact with him. Uh. Like, I did the time, like, Moose, where he started barking or howling at Moose or whatever. Yeah. I I knew I had to interact with him, and I was like, fuck. So I thought that was going to happen again. Right. So, of course, Moose hears the whistling, and he freezes. You know, like a like a hunting dog, and they're, like... They stand at attention. They stand at attention, they're, like, staring towards, like, whatever they're going to run for. Mm-hmm. Moose was doing that, because he was trying to, like, I guess, figure out if something's really there or not. Mm-hmm. So, he takes off for the fence, and he's barking, barking, barking. And I didn't want to yell his name, because then my neighbor would know I was outside. Right? So. So you're hiding. So I'm like hiding. Standing like where the, like where the, like the door, the, the bay window. Is. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm hiding. He can't, he can't see me. So he doesn't know I'm outside. Um, and then when Moose 
got to the fence, he stopped barking, but he was just staring through it. And he's like standing in like this pose, like he has got his eyes locked on something, you know? And then there was like, it wasn't really, maybe we had like half an inch of snow or something on the ground, but it was like frozen at this point. Right. So I could hear his footsteps coming from his like front door, which isn't that close to my fence. Right. To my fence. And I'm like, oh my God. And so I'm standing there just frozen. I don't know what the fuck to do. And then, um, it's just getting closer and closer to my fence. And I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking interact with this guy. Cause if I call Moose, he's going to do the same thing. Like, Oh, just trying to say hi to your dog or whatever. Right. How convenient. The second my husband leaves, you're being a fucking weirdo. But here's the weird part. As soon as the footsteps got like right next to my fence, mm-hmm. Moose just turned around and walked away. Like he didn't Did he give stay him, like, at the fucking treat. I don't know. He didn't stay at the or fence. Fucking rat poison. <laughs> he didn't stay at the fence at all. But um, when I went inside. Like, I felt like I kept hearing stuff in my backyard, and I was, like, freaking out. Just, it was, like, really scary. And he's a weirdo. But he's a weirdo. And so, like, this sounds like a super mundane story, right? Like, Mm -hmm. no big deal. But in my head, I'm like, so is this something, because, like, I get up, you know, before I get the kids up. Yeah. And Danny gets up, and we have coffee, and then he leaves for work, and then I usually go, like, smoke a cigarette. I let Moose out. And then I come in and get the kids ready and Moose just lets himself in because my dog can open doors. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I'll leave him out there and I'll just leave the back door open and then he can come in when he wants to go. So I'm wondering, like, does this happen every morning? Yeah, is this like like a ritual? Right. And all I could think about is when... So if you guys don't remember my previous stories on my neighbor... um. Moose, whenever Moose sees him, Moose, you know, is the sweetest fucking dog. But whenever he saw this neighbor from day one, he goes nuts. And he's like, I'm afraid he's like going to break the fence down because he's a big dog. Right. So I'm like, dude, if he goes like ape shit enough and breaks this fence down and goes and gets the neighbor, like we're going to lose him, you know. So this is what I'm thinking is. He must be trying to gain Moose's approval. I think he's trying to get Moose to like him so he can get in my yard. Which sounds far-fetched and crazy. But, like, so Katie and I were in my backyard last summer. And Moose does not... It's so clear Moose doesn't like him. And he knows it. Oh, it it is He knows when Moose sees him, he fucking goes apeshit. And Uh Moose doesn't do that. Like, even if someone he doesn't know comes in my house, he's, like, wagging his tail and wants their attention and, like, going all crazy, sitting Mm -hmm. on their feet. But this guy, no. He doesn't like him. So, when Katie was at my house last summer and he came over to yell at us about the kids... Playing on the trampoline. Playing on the trampoline in a very calm way, which was freaky. Fucking asshole. He then told me... I really like your dog. And I was like, Oh God. Uh, you do. I was surprised because you can fucking tell my dog doesn't like you. And he asked if when we went on vacation, if he'd be able to keep an eye on my dog. Right. So I know you don't like my dog. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's why I was like, Oh, is he giving him fucking rat poison? Right. I know (laughs) you don't like my dog and you're not, I'm not going to come home to a dead dog when you watch him for me. But so now I'm thinking like maybe this, guy is trying to get on moose's good side yeah you know what i mean but why i know and i could be i'm probably so off base but you know you just have a feeling about someone and that tells you stay away and you just fucking stay away i don't think you're off base because i feel like honestly i feel like if you were to be off base about this we would be off base about the rest of it and i just don't believe that right i i just don't i don't think this guy should have the benefit of the doubt ever because he's that fucking creepy. Yeah, there's something so creepy about him. There's something and, off about him. Like, there's something just but not how smart right about would this that guy. be? Like, Moose is our fucking watchdog. How smart would it be to get to know him really well and be nice to him and get him to like you? Mm, you know what I mean? Not very smart because it's one thing to try and get a dog to like you from the other side of the fence. 
It's another thing to think that you trick the dog and then come on this side of the fence and watch that dog rip your fucking head off. Well, I hope that's the case. Yeah. But either way, it sounds silly, but in the moment, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Why is he walking up to my fence right now? Yeah. And then for some reason, Moose just turned around and walked away. So Moose doesn't want anything to do with him. But he also didn't go crazy and start barking and growling so like he, he normally does. So he clearly gave him something. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. At first I was like, oh my God, he poisoned my dog. Yeah. That <laughs> like would have been my something. thought. Keep your rat poison away yeah, from my dog. Exactly. So it's not like a crazy update, but in the moment it was really scary because I thought I was going to have to come face to face with him again. Yeah. You know? And uh, Ugh. luckily. Just thinking about his face luckily gives me I the creeps. But yeah, then... You know, my mind wanders and I'm like, he's trying to gain the trust of my dog so he can get in my yard and Moose won't go crazy. Try and break in. <laughs> but anyway, we're back to a serial killer number two. Yeah. So, we'll be right back. Stay tuned, guys. I'm a Dizzle for shizzle. Are you ready to hear what I'm talking about? Chisel, bazizzle. (laughs) (laughs) Kizzle, bazizzle. Oh, KB. Perfect. Okay. Nailed it. (laughs) Hashtag nailed it. Here, I have one more thing. Our cheers was recorded. But I need a refill. Ooh. I need a topper off. Actually, it's more of a topper off because. Already had some in there. Now that is a sound bite. Das is good. <laughs> oh yeah. We're drinking Bud Light Seltzers. I'm almost drunk enough to tell you my husband's last text to me, but I'm not going to do it. You totally should, because that's <laughs> no. fucking hilarious. No, he not used... unless this was an X-rated podcast. He used the word dat. He D-A-T. Did. And the word pussy. So you put it together. <laughs> dat pussy. <laughs> Oh my god. Best break ever. That shit was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It almost makes you want to talk about that instead of what I'm talking about. Let's talk about dat pussy. (laughs) And how it better be ready. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, this is great. When her husband is drunk, it is fabulous. And quite the hornball. It is (laughs) fab-boo. Okay. Serial killers. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get... Hold on. <laughs> Dat pussy <laughs> segues into serial killers and now, swimmingly. And now it's time for seriousness. No more... I can't do No it. more jokes. No more Dat pussy. <laughs> We're going to talk about Elizabeth Bathory's pussy. <laughs> or Bat pussy. <laughs> E-Bat's pussy. E-Bat's pussy. <laughs> Dat E-Bat's pussy. <laughs> second episode of the night and like our fifth drink so and we're we're trying to work it out for you i'll give you work it out work Work it work that pussy (laughs) (laughs) this is amazing yeah sorry guys sorry not sorry after hours episode (laughs) about a serial killer so Mm -hmm. you know and that pussy The fact that he used dat yeah, he is alarming. D A T. Dat pussy better be ready. And if you ever met her husband, you would know why this is hilarious and alarming at the same time. <laughs> oh my god. I just got five messages from Read him. Read them out loud, please. He said, well, it's just like, hello? Question mark. Question mark. 
I'm gonna respond that your dat pussy jumped off of a bridge. <laughs> he's typing because of what you he's said. typing right now. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Okay. I will answer and no, you should not be texting and driving. So dat pussy <laughs> will be ready when I'm done recording. And showered. <laughs> this is oh the greatest thing Any, ever. Anyway, that's a glimpse into my life. <laughs> that's why she's been happily married for 52 years. <laughs> yeah. We're actually vampires. So. All right. Okay. Okay. So, speaking of vampires. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Bathory, the Blood Countess. I love that title. That was a segue. That was a segue. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> One more update. One <laughs> Update he said, alert. He said he spelled it wrong. Oh, time. shut he the fuck up. He meant to say dat, but he said day. He said, I want dat pussy now. <laughs> <laughs> he would kill me if he knew I was sharing his Good thing he won't listen to this episode. Oh, right? God. Anyway, I just had to tell you that since we were just talking about it. <clears throat> God, this. Let's talk about this is the best day ever. Let's talk about the vampiress bathory. <laughs> okay. Ever laugh so hard your nose runs? Yeah. That just happened. Okay. So Elizabeth <laughs> Bathory, or as she was born, Ursabet. Ursabet. Ursabet Bathory. Ursabet. She was born in Hungary in August of 1560, and she is, to me, one of the most fascinating. And sadistic women in history. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. Me either. I know I've heard the name, so I'm excited to, like, learn about her. Yeah, a lot of people like talking about her because she's fucking nuts, and I'm one of them. (laughs) She thrived on torture, witchcraft, sadomasochism, and murder. Wow. It said that she's... Wow. She's into some crazy shit. Yeah, she's a fucking wackadoodle. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's said that she's responsible for the deaths of at least 30 women, but up to as many as 650. Is she the person the vampire facial came from? Yeah. Is she? Yes. Okay. I have a client who literally just did that, and I wanted to be like, you're so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a real thing. <laughs> Suffice it to say, this puts her well within the ranks of the most prolific serial killers in history. Okay. A lot of the things that I read said she is the most prolific serial killer in history, but I just threw her in the ranks. Yeah, she's one of them. Right. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's a little, you know. Let's not make her posthumous head too big. Yeah. Elizabeth was born into Transylvanian royalty. Her father was Baron George Bathory IV and her mother, Baroness Anna Bathory. And through her mother, she was related to the King of Poland, who was her uncle, and the Grand Duke of Lithuania of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, and the Prince of Transylvania, who was her nephew. Jeez. I know, right? Say that shit ten times fast. It took me forever just to type it, (laughs) because that's a lot. Also of note, her parents were first cousins, so... Of course they were. Yay, inbreeding! Her parents, which is why she's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's been said that Elizabeth suffered from epilepsy, and contemporaries at the time thought that her condition was not only caused by her family's inbreeding, but was also a possible cause to her insanity and bloodlust. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a similar uh, connection to, uh, who did we just did last week? Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah. Well, obviously today, we know that's not how that works. That's not how any of that works. (laughs) (laughs) No, they were not treated correctly. Right. Elizabeth's life was one of wealth, privilege, education, and aristocracy. Starting from a young, impressionable age, her family members had her watch many heinous punishments. That's my, if you hadn't picked up on it, that's my word of the day is heinous. 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 I like it. Me too. Uh, Had her watch many heinous punishments executed by said family members and their respective officers. Allegedly, she was also taught Satanism by her devil-worshipping alchemist uncle. Oh my god, so many connections. I know. And sadomasochism and witchcraft by one of her aunts. Supposedly, Elizabeth would have severe fits of rage and would take them out on the nearest servant. Sounds like a preface to the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At age 11, 
the beautiful, impressionable countess was engaged to Count Ferenc Nadasdi. It took me forever to learn how to say that name. <laughs> and even though I was watching like documentaries and shit, every time I heard the name, I'm like, when I look at it, I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. They married when she was 15 and he was 19 in 1575. A small family affair with approximately 4,500 guests. Oh, that is a small affair. Yeah, no biggie. No biggie. No biggie. A wedding gift he gave her was his castle nestled atop a mountain in the Little Carpathians, which is in present-day Slovakia. Okay. Her husband, who was known as the Black... Oh, shit. Was known... He was the Black O-Shit. He was the Black O-Shit of Hungary. <laughs> he was the Black... He was known as the Black Knight of Hungary. Okay. He was the chief commander of the Hungarian troops in the war with the Ottomans. He, too, was a sadistic asshole. I mean, I feel like a lot of people back then were. Yeah. Especially of nobility. Especially from fucking Transylvania. <laughs> Hello, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, while at war, he was a fucking monster to Ottoman prisoners. He would disembowel and impale the Ottoman troops, play football with the heads of the Turkish, sol- the Turkish soldiers, and dance with their corpses on the battlefield. Which is present day serial killers. Yeah. Literally. But Literally. They, it was totally okay then. Yeah. I, I'm like, I can't even imagine like being on the battlefield and his men are just looking on like, no, that's, you know, that's our dude. I'm sure they knew he was crazy. They just were like, stay away from that guy. Yeah. Well, he's the Black Knight of Hungary. What am I going <sighs> to say? Gosh. He's nobility. Who am I to say anything? Right. Yeah. In fact, he had such a taste for torture that he taught his crazy wife how it was done. Oh, man. Can so, you imagine their sexual life? Uh, yeah, I can. It, it was sounds... probably fucking kinky and weird and gross. Blood was spilt. Yeah. So oh, yeah. there was a... There was a... I don't think that there was ever any documentation. I could be completely wrong. My... You saw how many tabs I had open right. on my browser. There was originally more, and then I was like, God, brain. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there was any documentation, but it was said that um, while they were engaged, but he was away at war, um, she got pregnant by, like, some peasant, mm-hmm. somebody that was way beneath her station. Right. And the husband, like, they... The husband ordered her, maybe they were married, I don't know. He ordered her to get rid of the child. And the child was, you know, whatever, and nobody ever knew about it, right? Mm-hmm. The, whoever it was that knocked her up was basically castrated and ripped apart by dogs on his oh orders. Oh my god, that's so Game of Thrones. It is, right? Oh shit. Yeah. Ripped apart by dogs as punishment. See, I bet for fucking they her. read about that in history and added it into the show to make it more, you know, oh, of the times. That that show Realistic. took some of the most fucked up parts of history and they're like, let's do it. Right. Yeah. It was amazing, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Best show ever. So, without further ado, let's get into the bowels, pun intended, of one of the... If not the most prolific female serial killer ever. And dat pussy. In dat pussy. <laughs> you know, she actually took a candle and singed dat pussy of one of her fucking servants. Oh. Just for the fun of it. If just to give you a little glimpse of what this bitch was like. What a fucking nut. Yeah, now you see why I wanted to talk about her. Yeah. This woman is fucking or was like This is fucking crazy. It's not a good idea, people. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. It is. But, you know, I don't know if there was incest beyond that or if her... I'm sure there were. I'm sure there was. She's probably like a fifth generation incestual. If not further than that, because I don't know if she was related to the Habsburg, Mm. but they were... The Habsburg Empire was like all up in this. Yeah. So, Elizabeth's husband died on the battlefield of an unknown illness in 1604. After his death, well, that's when the rumors of her cruelty started to make their rounds. At first, people thought that she started her killing spree after he died. However, it became known that it just simply wasn't true. She let her crazy out much earlier. Ooh. Mm-hmm. According to Obsolete Oddity, it's typical of sadistic female serial killers of today who target their victims for sexual motive, 
They are almost always accompanied by a male partner, usually dominant, which the female serial killer partner mimics. So the man. So he mimics. He no. So she mimics him. So like in today's time, right? How it typically works is the male is usually a little bit more sadistic, and she is basically told what to do by the male. Okay. But he takes the reins. And she learns what to do from him. And that's what So what they're saying is, or what I was understanding, was that after he died, he taught her what to do. Oh, I see. And so they think that after he died, that she was like, I know what to do now. So So she did it already with him before his death. So the story started coming out after he died. So they thought the killing spree started when he died. But, yeah. But but she probably did it with him before he died and learned from him. Well, a lot of the times, he definitely taught her stuff. Mm-hmm. But she started way before. Like, he was off at war a lot of the time. Right. It um, sucks that he, like... I mean, he was probably a terrible person, so I guess it doesn't suck, but... Yeah, he was a piece of shit, too. The fact that you're on the battlefield, but you're dying of a disease, not from, like, battle... I feel like it's karma. So for like two years before he actually died, so I don't know what the illness was. Um, I don't think anybody really knows what the illness was. Um, I do know that he had like pain, like in his lower extremities or some sort of ailment for at least two years before he died. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. He was cursed. Someone put a curse on him. He was a dick. So I mean, karma. Yeah. Karma killed him. Mm Mm-hmm. There was a testimony which stated, at Savar during the summer, his lordship, Count Nadasdi, Nada- yeah, Nadasdi, it just looks weird, had a young girl undressed until stark naked. While his lordship looked on with his own eyes, the girl was then covered over with honey and made to stand throughout the day and night so that she'd be covered in insect bites. Oh. She collapsed into unconsciousness. His lordship taught the countess that in such a case, one must place pieces of paper dipped in oil between the toes of the girl and set them on fire. Even if she was already half dead, she would jump up. So that's just one of the things that he taught her. Mm. That's what kind of people they were. Yeah. And that's tame. Yeah. This is tame for them. The accusations... This is a lot. Yeah. The accusations against Elizabeth were downright horrifying. Her victims not only included her servants, but she took pleasure in torturing and killing young girls, both peasants and then later daughters of aristocratic families sent to her to learn good manners. There were families like in the town. Right. And and even surrounding towns that they mm-hmm. were kind of like on the lower end of the aristocracy, kind of like falling out. And but they would still, they were still there. Like, how can you get away with killing their kids? I'll get to that. Okay. So, um, these wealthy aristocratic, aristocratic families, they would basically pay or ask and be like, here, take my daughters, take my daughters, teach them good manners, do this, do this. Thinking that it would bring their family name excuse me, or whatever, and bring their standing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back up. So all of these people are like, okay, or if people couldn't afford to keep like peasants, you know, the poor, if they couldn't afford to feed the mouths, they were like, here, take my daughter. It's one less mouth to feed. Send her up to the castle. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's going to live this happy Thinking she's going to learn to be a servant and work for this rich, beautiful countess. Witnesses told of stabbing victims, biting their breasts, hands, faces, and arms. Gosh. She, she had an affinity for cutting them with scissors, sticking them with needles, burning them with hot irons, coins, and keys, and liked to stitch their mouths shut. She was accused of putting girls in a spiked iron maiden, think garlic press, but to get blood. Right. She enjoyed covering villagers in honey to watch wild animals attack them. She made her victims cook and eat their own flesh. Stand outside in vats of ice water up to their shoulders until they froze to death. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're going to go, though, that's not the worst way. <laughs> I'd pick that over the Iron Maiden. I'd pick jumping out of a fucking window. 
Uh, yeah, it's quicker. On one occasion, she even had a man sewn <gasps> into the belly of a dead horse. No, what? Yep. While he was alive? While he was alive. God. She used scissors as a form of torture to slice the webbing no. between the fingers, Mm-mm. cut off hands and fingers, cut off their noses, and even cut off oh. genitals. This bitch is sadistic. Sadistic and just yeah. She's a masochist. There were also times she would just go for a good old fashioned beating. My God. She would beat them within an inch of their lives. She would rip out individual pieces of flesh with her teeth from their shoulders, their necks, their cheeks. She would take candles and singe their genitals. Yep, she was into torture. Oh, yeah. She would have been a modern-day serial killer. And -hmm. this, people, is why you shouldn't inbreed and why they should have... I don't know why royals thought inbreeding to create more royals was a good idea. To keep the bloodline pure. Yeah. That was literally their entire intention. Ugh, it was the... Like, you would think after... you know, a hundred years of doing that, they're like, you know what? This isn't turning out so well. We should stop. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? I mean, take note of the Habsburgs. Their tongues were so fat that they couldn't talk. Their chins protruded out so far that they couldn't, like, move their jaw. Or they were fucking nuts. Hundreds of years of inbreeding. Yeah. And you know what's scary? They say, like, the very last person of, like, a hundred years of inbreeding. Mm-hmm. Broke the cycle and, like, married someone that was not in their bloodline at all. But you still That bloodline keeps going. The fucked upness in you. And, if you, like, how long does it take for that shit to fade out? It doesn't fade out. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, she's most noted for her nickname, the Blood Countess. Most, that's how most, most people. That's how most people say it? That's how most people say it. Because she's said to have bathed in the blood of her victims to keep her youthful appearance. And that's where the vampire facial, you got it. Okay. That's right. For this reason, they also thought she was a vampire. How fitting since she was Transylvanian yeah. nobility. But at the same time, on a paranormal side, it would be cool if Vlad the Impaler, if Elizabeth Bathory... If they really were vampires, it would, would be, be really cool. cool. Um, it's, <clears throat> they also think, although I'm pretty sure it's not true. Like, I'm like 99% it's not true. Sure that it's not true. Drink more, Katie. Um, <laughs> I'm like, my brain is farting so hard right now. <laughs> um, they think that she might have been one of the, one of the influences for Dracula. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that that's not... Yeah. That's not real. I'll just stick with Vlad for that one. But there <laughs> could be... There could be a Queen of the Damned. Yeah, there could be... Something like that, you know? She could be referenced in a million... I mean, I'm sure she was referenced in a million different oh, things. Yeah. Like, I've... Just from, like, the paranormal standpoint, I've heard her name a bunch of times. Yeah, I'm, but I'm pretty sure... And from, like, investigations and shit like that on shows, I've heard Oh, her name. yeah. But, like, I've never really dug into her like this oh yeah Uh, there was so much information but i was like i have to like compound it down yeah because a lot of it is like repetitive a lot of it like how you were able to really go into like richard ramirez but there's still again like you said there was so much that i didn't say i can't do that with her because she lived in the 15 and 1600s right so there's only so much information available and once you start digging People are repeating it. It's repetitive. And then you can start looking at some of the like the surviving transcripts, but there aren't a lot. And then you're like, oh shit. And then you're like, well, this person's an idiot. This person has it right. This is really yeah. repetitive. This is kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? Well, so, even with the Ramirez case, like it was so well documented. There's so many fucking things. But you still came across like, okay, well, these people say it was the liquor store. But then this article says it was the diner. Yeah. You know, things like that. So you just have to pick and choose. Exactly. Exactly. After accounts of girls from noble families disappearing surfaced, King Matthias, I don't know how to say it, King Matthias, who was the king of Hungary, got word of the accusations and sent her cousin, Georgi Terzo, 
I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Georgi Terzo. I've never seen that name before. Um, Count Palatine to investigate. Terzo went to Elizabeth Elizabeth's country house and saw her and her servants beating the shit out of a local girl that got caught stealing a pear. Oh, they left so her great. body near the doorway by the courtyard to be disposed of. Around the same time, Prince Terzo's raiding party showed up at the house and stumbled upon the still warm body of the murdered girl. When they searched the house, they found more decaying bodies hidden at the bottom of the tower. Supposedly, when they went to find the countess, she was sitting on a stool, chewing on the mutilated, dying mm. body of a girl prostrate before her. Oh my gosh! So that Disgusting. brings in... Now... Cannibalism? Yeah, that brings in... Yeah, that brings in cannibalism. But that's never been... Obviously, it was never proven. Yeah. Well, that was, was hard back then, but... Yeah. But that's... I mean, these I, people could just That's live. a quote. They could live like serial killers and cannibals. And just because they were of higher status, mm-hmm. they could get away with all of that shit. But it doesn't change the fact that they were terrible fucking people like these serial killers that... Go to the gas chamber or right. the electric chair. It's just crazy how things were back then. And I'm so glad that I don't remember my past life from back then. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth was far Unless I was Elizabeth, which could possibly be a possibility. Maybe that's why you're such a nice person, because you were a monster in a past life. Maybe. And maybe that's why I'm so interested in the monsters. Maybe. Because I was one. Because I could dun. never be one now. <laughs> Elizabeth was formally charged for the murders of 80 girls. Oh, so she was charged. She was. Oh, yes. so she didn't get away. One witness claims... 80 to, girls? 80 girls. One witness claims to have seen a diary that the Countess kept that had all of the names of her victims, and there were upwards of 650 names. But no such document has ever been found. She was sentenced to house arrest and was locked away in one of her own castles. Oh. Nope. After a, after a quiet trial that lasted only one day, which was typical at the time. Okay. It, they weren't like long drawn out. Usually it was like, this is you're what happened. Fuck. Here's your thing. You're fucking guilty. Go away. After the trial, two female servants were sentenced to death. They were to have their fingers torn away with hot pincers and then burned alive. Oh. They were literally thrown like into a fire pit while they were alive. There People was... were so barbaric back in the day. But I, hold on, let me finish this one little thing, and then You're I'll... like I would totally do that. So <laughs> I have, a, I do have a thought though. <laughs> there was a younger male servant that was decapitated, and then his body was also thrown into the fire pit. Okay, there well, was he a... was already dead, so it's not as bad. Yeah, there was a fourth servant that was tried and charged after the fact. Um, and that was sentenced to death, but I couldn't find any information on that servant. Okay. I just know that there was a fourth and was also put to death. Okay. Now, regarding these people being thrown in the fire, okay. um, I will say that there are, like, people like Richard Ramirez. In the last episode, when we were talking about how these people should have to die the way that, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, there are some things that I think that these types of death sentences are really acceptable. Really appropriate. Yeah. yeah. I Actually, there was something I heard on the radio in some country, like in present day, mm-hmm. that whatever the killer was, or God, I can't remember, but it was so surprising to me. It was, I don't know, it wasn't in our country, but he was sentenced to death by the way he killed his victims. I love that. Yeah, me too. I love that. That's how it should motherfucking be. And don't kill them the way you killed their victims. Give them a taste of it and do it every fucking day. Yeah. Until his body gives up. Fucking torture. Yeah. Yeah, I As agree. many days as victims that you have. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So there was one documentary thing that I was watching on her and it gave one of the servants, one of the female servants was a witch. Oh, what? Yeah, she was a witch. I don't. Now remember. you're talking my language. I don't remember her name, and I didn't want to get too far into that because that was a whole other rabbit hole, and I didn't want to get like sidetracked. Right. But she was a witch, and so she would like 
she would help her and teach her new torture method. Oh, so she was a bad witch. Oh my god, she was a fucking monster. Well, you know what though? Anyone who the queen... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it scared Danny. me so bad. Yeah. I'm thinking like Salem's Lot, like some monsters floating outside my window. <laughs> <laughs> but any... Like, so the queen, or the witch, is known in history, right? As like a terrible person. Yeah. But... Uh, at the same time, if Elizabeth Bathory asks you to do something or teach her something, you're going to do it. Because if not, she'll kill you. Yeah. So it could make the witch lady look really bad. Yeah. In fact, I wish I would have. I'm going to. I'm going to find it again. Sorry, guys. My husband is drunk and being very annoying. There's a. Um, there's actually a really cool drawing that I found of what this witch looked like. Ooh, yeah. And she looks it. fucking insane. Um, Danny, <laughs> throwing snowballs. We're at the almost done. You're we're you're messing us up. So, but anyways, so like she was a witch, but so sometimes um, Elizabeth would tell these female servants to do the dirty work, or like they would take on some of these poor like peasant girls or the aristocratic girls. Or they would each take, like, a victim. You know what I mean? It, yeah. They were, like, hardcore accomplices. Yeah. Or, like, there were times where Elizabeth would be sick in bed. And so her two little fucking sidekicks would come in and bring these poor girls into her room. Oh and God, that's so awful. she would watch the servants torture them in front of her when she was too weak to do it herself. So, and you know, these servants probably weren't torturers, but they knew if they didn't do it, exactly. they would be in the place of the other They girls. were next. Yeah. yeah. When Elizabeth tried to challenge, fuck. I know, Ugh. but now you were, now you see why I was like, oh my God. Yeah. When Elizabeth tried to challenge her sentence, he ripped her a new one in front of her entire family saying, you, Elizabeth, are like a wild animal. You are in the last months of your life. You do not deserve to breathe the air on earth, nor see the light of the Lord. You shall disappear from this world and shall never reappear in it again. Or, sorry, reappear in it again. The shadows will envelop you, and you will find time to repent your bestial life. I condemn you, Lady of Castiche, to lifelong imprisonment in your own castle. So he sent her, not only was she on house arrest, but he sent her to one of her castles, like, way the fuck out in bumfuck Egypt in the middle oh, of nowhere. Shit. But she was, she was literally bricked in to this little teeny tiny room with like these itty bitty holes that were just big enough to let a little bit of natural light in Yeah, and a little hole big enough for them to slide food in. That's all she got for the rest of her life. How, so was she sick at this point? Cause he said you're in the last months of your life. No, she was not. Okay. Um, old was she old? Mm -mm. Why would he say that? Well, I don't. So I don't know how long she was in prison for. Yeah, I think he said that like, "Bitch, you're fucked." Yeah, like I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Like her parents, you're gonna die in jail, basically. Yeah, her family tried to get it all to go away. Her family tried to like spare her, save her name, whatever. And he was like, "No, I have over four hundred witnesses." Right. Saying that this is what happened. They all wrote down their, their written testimony. This is like what's happening. Right. And he's like, this is not going away. I don't care how much you pay me. I don't care what you do. Yeah. But how did it take this long to get to this point? You know? I guess people are just afraid of her. So they... I'll get into that in just a second. Okay. Okay. So she spent the remainder of her days in a room that only had small holes for a little bit of light and for food to be passed to her. Basically, she's walled in in a small brick room in one of her remote castles to be forgotten. On August 21st, 1614, she told a guard that her hands were cold and he told her, basically, fuck off and go to sleep. (laughs) She did. She never woke up again. They found her dead on the floor the next morning. She was 54. She was a fucking monster that even uttering her name in, or sorry, she was such a fucking monster that even uttering her name in Hungary was a crime for a hundred years after her death. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. In the 1970s, a treasure trove of original documents from the original trial were discovered. 
They also obviously help dispel myths from facts of what really happened. That is so cool. I would have loved to have seen that. Oh my God, I know. She's best known for bathing in the blood of her victims to keep her youthful appearance. There is zero documentation of this, and it is officially a myth. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's like the only thing I knew about her. Yeah, so, albeit a cool one, that first made its round sometime in the 18th century. Well, that could have been one of those word of mouth things, too, that spread. There could be some truth. To so it. what they think happened is when one of the um, one of her servants were giving their testimony to Terzo, um, she said like she hit one of the girls and some blood came out of her nose and it splashed on Elizabeth's face and she wiped it. Oh. And so um, Elizabeth said. Something, she made like a comment or something about like how it made her skin look softer and smoother and like tighter. Oh, so maybe she did, maybe she didn't. So that's that. But, but there's, there's no proof of it. Literally no proof and no documentation that she actually bathed, you know what I mean? Right. In blood or did like the facials or anything like that. Um, in Hungarian archives, in, there were um, witness letters. And Elizabeth supposedly, I can't even talk. Stop, cut me off. <laughs> God. Um, Elizabeth supposedly sent invisible cats and dogs to attack this, like, priest. Invisible cats and dogs? Mm-hmm. So there's this priest who um, went to the deacon, I guess. Okay. And he was trying to pe- appeal to the king. He hated the countess. For whatever reason. Right. And I'm sure so she sucked as a person. So. She probably did. And he was trying to appeal to get her, you know, whatever. It's irrelevant. But right. he was, this is, so they found this letter. And this is what he says in the letter. And this ended up as a witness statement. Okay. In her trial. Okay. Which is fucking bullshit. So... Uh, supposedly Elizabeth sent invisible cats and dogs to attack him in the middle of the night. As he tried to fend off the attack, he screamed, you devils go to hell. No one else could see the animals. As you can see, he wrote, this was the doing of the devil. How many other witness statements were as fucked as this? Seriously. Could you imagine what would happen if someone showed up to court today and said something like this? Well, let's say you're, let's say you're on trial for murder and somebody was like, she sent invisible cats and dogs to attack me in the middle of the night. Of course, no one else can see them, but she's the devil. Right. Do you think that that would be taken seriously? In this day and age. This guy's testimony was taken as fact. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. Because he was a man of God. Yeah, it does not surprise me. Fucking crazy. But if there was one statement like this. I can only imagine out of the almost 400 witness testimonies, how many fucked up right. statements were in there. So there's actually, there are even questions now to whether these events, the events the even event? really, the events, okay, even took place. <laughs> <laughs> Was it all a plot for her family <clears throat> to steal her wealth, her power? During this time... Europe was in the midst of the whole, like, witchcraft paranoia thing. Mm-hmm. So women all over the world, basically, were being crucified as heretics and witches. Right. So even though Elizabeth was never charged with heresy or witchcraft, even though people were calling her a witch right. and a heretic, not one witness statement called her a heretic. That is not so one wit- Yeah, not one witness statement called her a witch. Well, maybe she was that terrifying that they didn't do it. Yeah. Because on the slim chance that she ever broke free, they would be like, she's going to come for me if yeah. I do that, you know? Mm-hmm. At the end of it all, the torture and murder of the girls and virgins, they had... So, I guess four months before she was even arrested, they had already obtained 34 affidavits noting her torture and murder of all those girls. Another source notes testimony of 224 witnesses describing the quote-unquote diabolical impulses of the countess who murdered 
quote unquote, many innocent virgins of noble and non noble birth. So before I wrap this up, mm-hmm. according to surviving testimonials, I have a list of things that she was accused of before her trial. Okay. There was more that came up like after her death. Um, but this is like all I have from before. So she kept her servants chained up every night so tight that their hands turned blue and they spurted blood. And she bathed in it. Right. (laughs) She beat them to the point where there was so much blood on the walls and beds that they had to use ashes and cinders to soak it up. Jesus. She beat a servant in Vienna so loudly that her neighbors, who were monks, threw clay pots at the walls in protest. She strangled a servant to death with a silk scarf, a harem technique known as the Turkish way, which is a euphemism I now endeavor to work with in my daily life. (laughs) (laughs) She burned her servants with metal sticks, red hot keys and coins, ironed the soles of their feet, and stick burning iron rods into into their vaginas. Oh my gosh. Stabbed them, pricked them in their mouths and fingernails with needles, cut their hands, lips, and noses with scissors. That, to me, is one of the worst. Mm -hmm. She used needles, knives, candles, and her own teeth to lacerate servants' genitals. (gasps) Oh, my God. She was a... She was not human. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Yep. She stitched their lips and tongues together. She made servants sit on stinging nettles and then bathe with said stinging nettles. During the bath, she would, she pushed the nettles into their shoulders and breasts. She had them stand in tubs of ice water up to their necks outside until they died. She smeared a naked girl with honey and left her outside to be bitten by ants, wasps, bees, and flies. She kept them from eating for a week at a time. And if they got thirsty, made them drink their own urine. She forced them to cook and eat their own flesh, usually from the buttocks, or make sausages and serve it to the guests. Heat up a cake to red-hot temperatures and made a servant eat it. She baked a magical, poisonous cake in order to kill a rival magistrate, Terzo, who was also the guy who arrested her. (laughs) Okay. Cast a magic spell to summon a cloud filled with 90 cats to torment her enemies. (laughs) That's, that yeah. one's a little weird. That was the guy. With 90 cats? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had an ongoing affair with some guy named Ironhead Steve. Who was probably also in her head. I don't know. That was just a charge. Oh. <laughs> Stuffed five servants' corpses underneath a bed and continued to feed them as if they were still alive. Buried them in gardens, grain pits, orchards, and occasionally cemeteries. Sometimes with rites, often without. Oh, well. Sometimes is nice. Yeah. And those are just the charges charges levied against her in her lifetime. I mean, the fact that she was able to rack up that many before she was imprisoned. Yeah. Is pretty fucking terrible. So, before I end this, there is one theory. Okay. The theory is this woman, so this woman was so powerful. Right. She was so wealthy. She was so... (laughs) Like, for being where she was, for having as much wealth and power and property as she had, Mm -hmm. especially being a woman in that time... Right. ...was not only unusual, but it was extremely threatening. Not only to the crown... Mm Mm-hmm. But to her rivals. Okay. So there is a theory out there that says, you know, that says whether it be her own family or the king Mm -hmm. or Terzo or anybody else, even the prince. That she set up. That they could have set her up. She's a woman. She could be a witch. She could be this. She could be that. Mm, and they trying to still out every single thing. Her lands were in three different countries. Mm-hmm. She had like seventeen towns in her jurisdiction. So who would get them her land 
if she either was... either the crown or her family. Okay. So her husband, she was so powerful and her station was so high. Her husband took her last name. Because, oh shit! Because her station was above his. Oh, I'm gonna start calling Danny Danny Schaffer. <laughs> I mean, that's how powerful. I'm your queen, bitch. <laughs> Bend the knee. I'm mean, out of your queen. That's how powerful she was. So, I mean, the theory would kind of make sense uh, yeah, that they I mean, could have. They could have exacerbated some of what happened. They could or all of it. Or there. It's also been posited that maybe this was going on around her. Right. Not through her. And they're pinning it on her to get rid of her. Yeah, she's right in the middle of this craziness. Right. But she's not doing any of it. And these people could have been paid to say that it was her to keep their lives. Right. Yeah, I could totally see that as an option. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially back then. Right. So it is possible. But in the meantime, the most popular theory is she's a fucking serial killer. Yeah. And she's crazy. And she is fun to talk about. But she now I feel kind of bad because I'm not sure she's as bad as they say. She could have been totally set up. And that's exactly where my head left off when I was done with all my research. Because like, I was oh, like. thanks for ruining it for me. Now I feel bad. I was like, well, fuck, man. Because yeah. it's. 100% plausible that oh, she didn't 100%. do any of this. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, I feel like I should be like, all like, feminist, like, wait a minute. Men back then were fucking monsters, dude. But she was from a long line of inbreeding, so. I don't. I could. Probably... Honestly, my brain isn't even worried about the inbreeding because they weren't even specific to how far back the inbreeding went. In Have a... you seen Wrong Turn? Yeah, but in <laughs> or the hills have eyes in her specific situation, the inbreeding didn't stick out. It literally just to talk about her said that her parents yeah. were first cousins. That's it. It didn't say that there was a long line. It didn't say that they were related to the Habsburgs. It didn't say anything. It just said her mom and her dad were first cousins. Usually, so she could be a first generation in breeding. Literally, yeah. they everything talked about how fucking beautiful she was, and you see like paintings of her, and you're like, damn, she was fucking pretty. Right. Everything talks about how gorgeous she was, how powerful, how powerful she was, how rich she was. Yeah. All of her lands, and how fucking nuts she was, and then you're like, oh my god. She could have been fucking set up. She could have been. And here's why. And it makes just as much sense as her being a fucking whack job. Well, thanks for ruining it, Katie. (laughs) Now I'm like, oh my God. It's interesting, right? It is very interesting. I mean, it's very plausible. But like you said, we'll never know. Exactly. We'll never know. But she goes down as one of the most sadistic, interesting fucking serial killers because we'll never know, she's posited as a serial killer. Yeah. And she's fucking fascinating. She is fascinating. And that's why if so many of people... That is true. That's why so many people talk about Elizabeth Bathory. Yes. But they... I bet a lot of them just believe that she is a serial killer. Most of the stuff that I was watching, like other people talking about it's cause her... It's because they want to believe They it. want to believe that. But I literally... And I literally wasn't even going to bring up like the theory that she could it could have all been a setup. Oh, it definitely could have been. But I was like like as I'm reading this, I'm like, no, I have to say it. It she could have been fucking yeah, set up. Yeah, you have to say that. If you find out that's a possibility, you got to say it. Well, because like we're doing like the whole serial killer thing, right. but it's like no man, she could have been fucking set up. Yeah. I don't know what I believe. I believe it was possible, but I also believe that she is one of the most fascinating fucking people I have ever read about. Yeah. And I was so pumped to talk about her. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me brokenly, stupidly, like, trying to spit the words out because I'm fucking wasted. I did um, really enjoy it, but now I feel like I have a lot of thinking to do. But <laughs> the thinking will end nowhere because there's no way to know. I mean, I would have to do, like, a deep dive through, like... We should like, try and contact her. Get, like, a fucking seance going? Yeah. Yeah. Be like, Be like April! <laughs> yeah. Help me out! 
No, April will just have to talk to us afterwards to know if we fucked ourselves or not. (laughs) She's a psychic. She was a medium, too. Yeah, but she wouldn't be in the room with us. She's going to look at us and be like, what the fuck did you girls just do? (laughs) You just got something latched on me and be like, does the name Bathory come through? She'd be like, yeah, you guys did an episode on her. You're stupid. Like, oh, no, no. No, we didn't. (laughs) Nope. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We will see you in a week. That's how. That's what she thinks how, they sound like in Slovakia. That's how bad we would say. Bye. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. But I'm a.